want to thank my sponsors, uh, especially Upper Deck, obviously, for this episode, but this is a Sports Card Insights. So I'm going to talk about cards, and I like to talk about whatever I want to talk about. But when I'm receiving a box, a very nice box from Upper Deck, it's certainly worth talking about it. And yet, with an audio podcast, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me to, to review the box or break it down in a way that anybody else could do it, only a lot better if it's on YouTube. There's plenty of imagery. They're gorgeous cards, and you can see them <laughs> digitally, or you can fork over a thousand bucks or so and buy your own box or participate in a break. But they're fabulous cards. It's a great brand. I thank Upper Deck for sending it. So I do want to do it justice. But I'm going to look at an aspect of it that I think I can treat in a way that perhaps others can't. It's a top-notch product. It's just not for everybody because it's pretty expensive. But thanks to other sponsors, Tops Panini, ComC.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, August and Scott, and Heritage Auctions. So I did a little bit different order that time. Again, so open this box of the cup. It doesn't take very long because one box is equal to one pack, which is equal to six cards. Every card is a hit in a sense. At least it's numbered. Even the base cards are numbered to 249. And one thing that you know right off, which again, this isn't huge insight here, but when they don't tell you what the production run is, but you can get an idea that it's probably got to be at least 50,000 boxes because you're going to get one of these cards per pack that's numbered to 249 and there's 200 of them. So you multiply that out, it's just shy of 50,000. So if you had 50,000 boxes that are being printed, that's maybe they're doing 60,000 boxes, but let's just say if it's 60,000 boxes, that'd be 10,000 cases because it's a six packs case. But again, the breakers, I think, and the distributors, and maybe some of the card shops are buying cases, but I think a lot of the collectors, are, the boxes are pretty pricey at plus or minus a thousand bucks. I saw an old price at 900 bucks a box. I saw them at the show this past weekend at a 1200 a box. Again, just six cards. So that's pretty pricey, 150 to 200 bucks a card. Again, you're trying to make it up on the really good cards, the autographed and memorabilia things. Just the base common, though, is still a great card, numbered to 249. The rookies, numbered 249. What I want to get at is that this is a terrific brand for Upper Deck, but it's titled 2020-21. So it's for the 2021 season or retrospective. And that's the year, not the year of issue, but it's the branding on the box. The box is pretty plain. I think the brand sells itself. There's no player imagery. It's a brand that's established a high-end reputation for every card is a great card in there. But if you look back, just going back the last maybe five years or so, the cup used to be a fall product and it came out just to look at the release dates. The 2718 release came out on October 24th of 2018. So end of the season. So it's 17, 18, but it's an end of the season thing. So it's not at the beginning of the season, end of the season. And the 2018, 2019, the cup came out again, October 23rd of 2019. So same thing, kind of beginning of the next season. I think preseason games are going, or maybe the season's actually started, but it's from the season before. Usually when you're looking at, when we were titling our hockey products and putting the year on, it usually came out and you would know it was the 2018-19 edition of Opeachy uh, because it had the 17-18 statistics on the back the previous year. This isn't like this. This isn't really about the stats. These are works of art. Okay, now you go forward to the 1920 Cup and already you can see some slippage here. 
because it was not released in October of 2020, maybe production delays or strategic delays. There's rookies in there, but the rookies are established. If they're preparing these things with all the assets that go into this, it's very possible that the cup requires a little more lead time in assembling the cards, getting all the jerseys, the sweaters, the stuff they're going to go to and collecting all the autographs and stuff like that. So there probably is more lead time on a high-end set like that. So that didn't come out in October of 2020. It didn't release until February of 2021. Were people complaining about that and getting all upset about that, that it was the 19 hyphen 20 set that didn't come out until early 21. I don't think unprecedented. I don't remember hearing a lot of problems about that. It may be that was pushed back because of COVID. A lot of things got bumped. So it didn't come out in the fall of 2020. It came out in February of 2021. So it's already being bumped. Okay. Now you've got the next set that they were probably working on at that same time during COVID. And again, this is a very uh, important product for Upper Deck. If I do the math, it's a $50 million product if there's $1,000 a box and 50,000 boxes. So that's $50 million of retail. That's nothing to sneeze at. And if they're making 10% profit or 20% profit, net profit, that's 5 or $10 million. So Upper Deck, I don't blame them for wanting to bring this product that they'd already worked on and basically done all the work except printing. Maybe they even printed them. I doubt that they printed them, but they maybe already had obligations with the uh, licensing entities, the leagues and the players association. It may even affected their 2021 a quota or minimum guarantee. So people are saying, what's going on? You've got a 2021 set coming out in early 23, because this really came out in late February of 2023, just a little while ago. And it looks like it's a two or three year old set. It's really one year behind what it was the previous one and a year and a half. So it has had a habit of being in arrears. Now, I hope they don't make a practice of this. I hope they can catch up. I don't know that they want to skip a year. If Again, I think this is a, an important part of their particular hockey presentation. It's a really excellent product. Are they going to do a 21-22 and then a 22-23? How are they going to catch up without doing a double product? Again, the shortage on these sometimes is the assets, the game-worn materials, the access to the players. Upper Deck is not Fanatics and it's not Tops and it's not Panini. Upper Deck is the single source licensee for hockey problems we had back in the day when I was doing the price guides. When you're talking about the 90s, it was problematic when releases came out in an untimely manner. When you had more than one licensee per sport, it wouldn't be fair to put out last year's cards this year, having the hindsight of which rookies hit and then being able to double down on that after the fact. That's not fair in terms of the competitive advantage. But Upper Deck doesn't, it's not about a competitive advantage because they are the hockey licensee. So I really feel like this is probably a set that was ready to go. And because of COVID or whatever, in fact, it doesn't just have to be COVID with the production problems. It could be some concern with a high-end product of releasing it in a time when they could have a confidence that it'd be well-received by the hobby. They wouldn't want to damage the brand. Again, if the art's complete, you, you couldn't expect... I think I've heard a lot of people be hard on Upper Deck that, gee, you know, what's the deal? What's going on? And it's not a money grab if you have a business and you're trying to make money, and this is one of your top products. And if you've already done virtually all the work for it, except for print it and distribute it and promote it, 
and you've already got your approvals, you got your permissions, all the art is done, everything's put together. You just couldn't expect them to mothball it. Or it may even have been a problem to jump ahead. And I don't know if people wanted to call it a 2223 product because that doesn't make sense because that's not consistent with the brand. If you be consistent with the two years before, they were coming out in February of the next year. So really the cup, the 2021 one that we just got was really not two years late, but one year late from the precedent they had established. So I think people ought to lighten up on Upper Deck. I'm just trying to be a dispassionate hobby advisor. I don't think all my sponsors are perfect and never make mistakes, but I think the criticism of Upper Deck, who have put out another great product, and the fact that it's not dated or released in these unprecedented times. Now, I will say this, Upper Deck, don't do it again. Don't make this a habit. I guess if there's another pandemic, we would know to expect that. But in this situation, we're talking about cards that are, I don't know that I'd say they're timeless, but they're beautiful cards. And if you want certain players' autographs or, you know, it's a real mixture of set. It's not a set collector set, I don't think. I think you're looking for your team or your player and different attributes and just the beauty of the card. Once it's done, you just can't expect them to go in and change up all the art. It may even be that the distribution to the player's association, the royalties are based on the 2021 composition of the set for sure, but also maybe the member's of the association at that time. There's a lot more that we don't know. A lot of times when I think I want to initially criticize somebody, if I'm not in their moccasins, again, Upper Deck is not trying to confuse people, but you can't expect them to take a $50 million product or a potential $50 million product and forego that. It doesn't even make sense. The assets, the game-used materials that they already paid for and the autographs that they probably already paid for were ready to go and they released it at the time. They're marketers. These card companies are marketing and promotion companies companies as much as they are production companies. They're putting out the cards, but they don't have a brand if there's not good sell-through. And from what I can see, the cup is a perennial favorite of high-end cocky collectors. So thanks Upper Deck for putting another great set. And like I said, when I'm looking in the dollar boxes, I'm not really caring what year it is. I'm caring about looking at a great looking card or what I think is a good value. And again, when it's not a rookie thing where there's a competitive advantage, but just uh, 2021 cup. We could see a 21-22 cup next year at this time. Oh, I don't know that they're going to skip ahead, but like I said, it's too valuable of a brand to blow it off, but it's also too valuable of a brand to push things in a way that makes people think that they get frustrated with it. So again, thanks Upper Deck. Thanks everybody else. Thanks listeners. Enjoy collecting. Like I said, I'm enjoying collecting my way. You can collect your way. 1200 bucks for a box of cards that has six cards in it is not what everybody's going to do. But the good thing is people are talking about it. And if they're complaining that it's late, at least they're happy that they have it finally. Like I said, the challenge for Upper Deck is whatever they do next year. Thanks, everybody, and uh, enjoy collecting. And I will be back again in a couple days with another episode. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards.